Hi everyone, this is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts Tom and JC. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back, everyone. Um, right, let's let's finally get into Justice League. <laughs> let, let let me walk through walk you through the, the the plot of Justice League just so you know because uh, again. There's a lot of things that are happening in, in the Justice League. Yeah, I don't like, remember what? a lot of it. Yeah. So it's basically what Batman and Wonder Woman, um, they're trying to get together the Justice League. So they're trying to get the Flash, yeah. Aquaman, Cyborg um, after Superman, yeah. Superman's death in Batman Superman. Oops, spoiler. Um, <laughs> to try to save the world from um, Steppenwolf and his army of parademons. Yep. So <laughs> this is when I went in the movie, I was like, and this is what we talked earlier about um, setting up your characters correctly. So you yep. create a link with your audience and um, eventually for them to care a whole lot more and for them to spend yep. their money in um, cinema tickets and bring you a lot of cash. So I, the first time I watched um, <laughs> Justice League, Justice League is not a, a comic run that I actually read at all. Like I, I'm not absolutely well-versed into that I'm more an, a, 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 of a Batman guy, but not mm-hmm. Justice League. I, I was yeah, never neither. really attracted to that. So I, I, I get into the, the, the movie theater and I'm like, okay, cool. What's going on? That's great. We get to see all those guys tuning up. That's great. And then you've got the bad guy that shows up, which was my main issue with the film. It's like, yeah. okay, you've got those guys. I don't really need to know about how, who the Flash is right now or who Aquaman is. Like we will get a movie after that, so that's fine. I don't need their origin stories before. That's absolutely fine. But when you're teaming up everyone, and they're all super famous, one more time, repeat that, they need to battle something that is threatening and something that you, they're, they're supposed to save, they're supposed to fight for something that you care yep. about, right? There's yep. supposed to be that goal that they're fighting towards. You know, They're trying to achieve something, and you want them to achieve that goal, and you need to have that threat. But then in walks Steppenwolf, I'm like, who the hell is that dude? <laughs> like, and what does he want? Like, yeah. I, I don't, like, okay, so he's, there's a story about him getting the mother cubes or the mother boxes or something like that. The mother yep. boxes, that's what it's called. Yep. And, and you're like, and you're there, it's like, okay, but what are those boxes? What do they do? Like, it's briefly yeah. mentioned what they are, what they do, mm-hmm. and what happened in, in, in the past with Steppenwolf and, and um, the Amazon, is it the Amazonian? Yeah, the Wonder Woman tribe. Yep. You're like, okay, cool. They defended the earth, they saved it. A, a, thousands of years ago and now he's coming back i'm like okay why not but who's that guy like i don't even know what he does i don't even know his powers has he got powers who is he like he's is he the final boss has he got somebody else you know similar to loki in in the avengers like he he's somebody who's he's got powers they have to really fight for against him to get to defeat him but then eventually that guy is working for Thanos and then you get introduced Correct. to the notion of Thanos and who he is Correct. and what he represents and then eventually you face him and you defeat him. But then that guy just jumped, just jumped in into, <laughs> into the, 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 the Justice League movie and you're like, well, I don't really care for you because I don't know you. Event- like, Correct. If they, if they kill you, I don't care. <laughs> if they, like, yeah, you save, you save planet Earth, you save humanity, but like, yeah, so what? Like, that's what you expect. But like, who are you? Like, what do you stand for? Are you there just to conquer another universe? Like with Thanos, there's a bit more um, things to analyze. Like, yeah, okay, he's there to destroy and kill people, but there's a reason why. 
and there's a lot of people actually like oh overpopulation is the is the, is the, his reason like he's yeah. he wants to by killing people he wants to save people well yeah. like by killing uh, populations he wants to actually eventually save them and get them yeah. better future so you can argue you can be no there's a lot of people that agree with that notion of well you know yeah if you, you know, get rid of some people you offer a better future you know yeah uh, you know and and and, and the, the, the way he goes on about it is like well actually he's doing it like random <laughs> so yeah I can't even be mad at him really <laughs> um if you want to go that way but steppenwolf i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah i don't, don't really mind and, and he's kind of faceless yeah, like the he, cgi he, was bad so you're like oh. <laughs> yeah you can't really connect it because that's the thing about that that's the job that marvel i think out of everything they did the greatest trick that marvel pulled off was getting us to connect with thanos yeah that was yeah. the best trick they pulled off because we had barely seen him thanos isn't really all that active like we don't get a lot of action scenes where we're like oh look at how cool he does this or how cool is that it's just him acting and just josh brolin just like coming through through the character like the humanity of the character comes through not in that we should empathize with him but we almost understand him to your point of just like oh wait he he wants to just like make the galaxy less populated to like help out the people that are left over save the galaxy yeah, that, like, that's his, his opinion. That's own the, version, and yeah. and it's messed up, and it, it and 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 genocide is not something that that would ever <laughs> go over like as a positive thing in any galaxy. But you understand his thought process, exactly. and you understand that it's it's rooted in a belief, right? And that's the part that we never got from Steppenwolf. It's like there's no thought process, there's no belief there. There's nothing that we should care about for Steppenwolf. He's he's the equivalent of Doomsday. But at least Doomsday, they save Doomsday as like this mindless monster for the third act. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the big bad. It's it's it, Doomsday had no other purpose but setting up Justice League by killing Superman. That, that was the exactly. entire purpose. And then bringing this Wonder Woman into the mix as well, like drawing yeah. her into to collaborate with them. Whereas Steppenwolf, I'm like, I'm not sure what the purpose of Steppenwolf. I don't. No, I, don't. I know yeah. he's supposed to work for Dark Side. Yeah. which is fine but he's not even really that mentioned in the, the movie i'm like okay um yeah. this, <laughs> oh, but just a side note actually that's something i was talking about with ellie um in the movie because <laughs> i was explaining the movie to her justice league is yeah. like so he's trying to gather those three boxes to get them together to destroy humanity or whatever he's trying to achieve mm-hmm. the dude could have done that at any point of time any given time he could have just dropped back on planet Earth because he, he said himself, like, oh, I'm just waiting. And it's like, he's, he didn't have to wait for anything. He got defeated. He could have come back, like, literally the week after he got defeated to get yeah. the boxes back. So the th- there's three boxes. One of them is in, in with the Wonder Woman tribe. Yep. So on this island that is invisible, that even Wonder Woman can't go back to because she doesn't know where it is. Yep. It's with um, Aquaman and his tribe also. So underwater yep. in Atlantis, yep. nobody knows yep. where it is. And it's somebody in someone else's flat on Earth. So oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, Steppenwolf just drops into um, uh, on, on the Wonder Woman island, just like teleports, grabs the shit, and he goes. And it's like, oh, bye. <laughs> and then he goes on to um, Atlantis. Same stuff. He goes in, dives in, grabs the box, kicks a couple of fish's asses, and he goes back up. And like, bye, I've got a box. And then he struggles as hell to find the last box, which is in someone's flat, unguarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does that think? How does that work? What, do you, what were you smoking? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, 
this is where we begin to shit on the Justice League. Yes, this <laughs> because, so, because there's parts that are just not good. But hey, this is um, literally the part of the of, of yeah. So the the reason why we shit on it is because that movie you saw in the theaters, the movie you saw in the cinema, yeah, that's Josh Whedon's cut. Correct. That's every show, right? That's everything that was done by him. Let's introduce Josh for people who don't know who he is. Um, and how he came to be. So I, I jumped again a little bit, but I think <laughs> I think it's it's the right moment. Yeah. Um, so th- when doing the pre-production and post-production, so Zack Snyder was very much involved. He wrote the movie, he directed yeah. it. He, um, I think it was about 80% done with it, 80%, 90% done with it. He filmed a whole bunch of stuff. He wasn't really finished 100%, like there was a, a definitive cut. No, no special effects have been added when he had to. No leave. special effects, but like, yeah. none of it was done. A minimum, yeah. Um, and then he, I believe he he showed the movie to execs, and they were like, "Ah, what is this? It's still it's still too dark. Like, what are you doing? It's still very very dark." Yeah. And so there's conflicting reports where people are saying, "Well, he actually got kicked out of the project," and they went, yep. "Oh, let's bring Josh Whedon." But his version is much sadder, which is well, actually, um, Zack Snyder's daughter. Um, committed suicide so she she passed away uh, yeah. before the end of, of um, um, the shoot or before the end before the, he was done basically with the final cut yeah. um, and obviously that had a terrible effect on uh, Zach and his wife Zach, uh, um, Snyder's wife is also on the project so I think she's a producer or an executive she, she is a producer yeah she's a producer right um, so both of them obviously could not finish the movie they, they, you, yeah. you know as you would you, they just completely destroyed they moved on to something else and they handed over to somebody else so um, DC decided to go with Josh Whedon, and Josh, Josh Whedon is somebody who's extremely famous in 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 the world nerd universe because he's the guy who directed Buffy, created Buffy. No, uh, he's not, he's not created. He's is directed. he created? You look Good that question. up. I'll go, I'll go through the list of all the projects he's attached to. The famous one, uh, Buffy, um, Buffy's follow-up Angel, Firefly. Uh, and then big movies, Marvel movies, like um, the first Avengers movie and Mar- um, Avengers Age of Ultron, also wrote a bunch of Marvel comics. Um, so he's quite a creative type. He he, he did write uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. Oh, so he actually... He is the writer. Oh, right. oh, he's the writer of the original movie. Yeah, writer <laughs> of the great. original movie. Yeah. Um, so Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon is now you know, brought into the project and he's tasked to rewrite, <laughs> like redo it again making more Avengers, making more Marvel-like. Um, and he's go back, he goes back in there and it's like, we shoot 80, 90% of the film. Yeah. But now things that were, uh, you know, plots that were uh, part of the Schneider, um, Batman with Superman and Man of Steel, the whole vibe of the thing, the two, fir- two first movies that were supposed to carry through um, uh, Justice League, now it's just completely gone. There's a lot of stuff that don't make any more sense. So the movie you see now is the 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 what's it called? The Josh, jo- no, the Josh cut. That's, that's got a weird uh, the Whedon cut or the Whedon cut or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's got a uh, yeah, it's got a or the Josh this League. I think that's what they call. Oh, it. Oh, that's <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. And and again, the, it it comes out and it's completely killed by critics. Um, fans also you know you, you're watching you're like oh god it's, it feels completely weird it feels off um, yep. do you want to talk about Josh Whedon as a human being maybe not <laughs> <laughs> because there's, there's a bunch of stories and even actors that were involved in it um, didn't really like it 
uh, especially what's his name, uh, Cyborg. Um, uh, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, yeah. yeah. Who's now come out with uh, a bunch of allegations against Whedon saying, you know, he's treating actors very unfairly and, you know, crew also, crew members. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and some of the producers too got thrown into that yeah. mix, uh, including Jeff Johns, which is huge because Jeff Johns is not only very involved in the DCU, he's very actively involved in writing comics. Like J yeah. Jeff Johns wrote the entire Doomsday Clock run. Yeah, um, yeah. and, and he's run Batman a ton of times. Uh, so it's, it's, it's some pretty serious allegations and pretty serious people. Um, thoughts on Whedon. <sighs> All right. This is where it's, it's, it's so hard to, to take them. We talk about like divorcing the artist from the art. Yeah. Right. And, and that, that unfortunately that happens all the time. And we all have like, should we divorce the artist from the art? There's two sides to that argument, I think, and it's hard to figure out which one I land in because I agree. I think that an artist has a responsibility to the world and by the art that they're creating and the way yeah. they're making it. Um, and anybody that treats anybody like that on a set should not ever be allowed to make a movie. Uh, but before all that happened, did I like Joss Whedon? Yeah, that's the thing. Like not him as a person, but I liked his art. Like, I mean, and funny enough, like my favorite just about my favorite Whedon thing is not one of his more like like Marvel-y ones, but it's uh, Cabin in the Woods. And, oh, yeah, and yeah, to yeah, me, of course. Cabin That's in the Woods amazing. was just a yeah. genius movie. That that yeah. just like came at the right time and did that in all the right ways. Right. And 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 he found like uh what's his face? Uh the guy that plays Thor is in that movie. Um oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the guy who plays Thor is in that movie, and I was like, so the point being is like, and and like, I was not a, a huge Buffy fan, but I liked the idea of what he did with Buffy, which is like he brought like a nerdy kind of universe to CW shows, right? Mm. Uh, and and it made it just accessible to a bunch of people, right? Uh, you get Firefly, which is like cult favorite, like bunch yep. of people like live and die by by Firefly, so. And we can really credit him with, like, from, from the Marvel perspective, we get some of the more amazing moments in Marvel from Joss Whedon. It's one, like, the fight in New York. That was all Joss oh, Whedon, and that was done impeccably well. Uh, and we get Ultron that, for, 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 for love or hate it, Ultron does set up a bunch of really interesting things uh, down the line. Uh, so it's not his strongest Marvel movie, but I think that it's better in retrospect now. When I look at him, like it actually helps the, the universe out a ton. Dude, the, uh, Ultron, the Ultron movie is probably the, the pivotal moment of the entire Marvel universe. Uh, exactly. Yes. It, it may not be the best, most uh, um, you know, entertaining movie, but in terms of what it does to the plot, yeah, <laughs> you know, I agree. it's it's uh, it's it's a very important film. I, I loved Ultron. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of scenes in there. There's a lot of fun to be had. There's a lot of things that themes that are being, um, uh, you know, talked about. It's 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 a great film to me. I, I never yeah. understood the hate, but hey, we'll have different. Yeah. We, we don't get Wandavision without it, right? And that's um, exactly what I was gonna say. So yeah, no, there's a ton there. So that's the thing. It's like his art. I'm like, yeah, like I really like what he's done. He, and he's been very influential in comics. Like he writes comics. Like um, up until yep. I think recently, he was still involved in, in comics very actively. Uh, I've heard that I think it's his run on Avengers, and I think he has a run on X Men that are meant to be really good. I believe he's got the X Men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so point being is that I, I I can't make an excuse for how he behaved. Unfortunately, no, it's like as much as like Kazar is like if, if he behaved that way, th the only thing that I still 
I feel like I need more of is that with those allegations, for example, with a lot of the Me Too allegations with like Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and so forth, it's like yeah. there was concrete proof. It was like undeniable that that's there. And, and, and I don't feel that we need to get proof to believe that it happened, but there still haven't been any specifics as to what actually happened. Like if you just said yeah. like Ray Fisher said like he was treated very badly we still don't know what happened in, in that scenario. And I'm surprised more details haven't come out. So I'm just curious what that investigation has been because it feels like to a certain degree, it's been resolved some sense. And like, we didn't ain't getting asked back to the DC universe. That's been, been, been clear now. And and at the same time, but also Ray Fisher said he's not going to participate in anything else DC. So he's, he's his character's being written out of what comes next. So it feels like result, but we never knew what happened. So it, it's just a bit weird, I think. Uh, I think but, it'll, take, it'll take a couple of years before we have more, I think. Correct. Does in those type situations. But, and, and, and just a, a slight pivot, but the thing, the more interesting thing is like, how do we feel about Josh Sweden? But also like, how do we feel about Zack Snyder's art, Zack Snyder the person, and Zack Snyder's fans? Because I oh. think those are three very different things. <laughs> that's Oh God, that's another episode, yeah. Uh, uh, thoughts <laughs> oh <laughs> um i don't know yeah because lo- there was a lot of um especially on the fans but i think i think yeah. not only his fans i think it's 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 more of a nerd culture and you know it's it's also very prevalent in, in video games um fandom where yep. people are very passionate about those characters and those worlds those universes yep. um so if it's not dealt properly or if it's not done well enough then it's you get this massive um toxic culture around it yeah um which is i was going to touch upon it and in in how how the, we got the snyder cut to be released and yep. all the online thing but i don't know it's it's yeah it, it, i always feel like this these people it's always like a, a tiny minority but they're always so very vocal and and and, you know. and, and again toxic in the way they, they deal with with their opinions that I don't really want to give them any any space, <laughs> any breathing room, because you know what? It's not the majority. I think the majority of people are okay with most of things. You know, they 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 are there to enjoy whatever is presented to them. Yeah, you all have our opinions, but there's no way to send death threats and <laughs> do stuff, stupid stuff like that, or go online and abuse uh, content creators. I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you. There's, there's always moving parts within that universe um not all of it is pleasant <laughs> it's it's ironic that i i i feel like we deal a lot with the implications of stuff that happened in the dc and in, in the in the snyderverse mm. it's all about dealing with those implications right like they lead to like worse and worse things as we deal with the implications of, of really what started off in man of steel in a lot of ways um and i feel like in some ways this is somewhat like reminiscent of that Mm. like the the implications of the fandom have just reverberated and have gotten like nastier like initially it was a group of people going like let's let this guy have his vision seen by us right it's like we wanted to support zach and and everything was super positive about like uh, supporting zach through like what he was going through with his daughter like all that stuff was just like the, I read a, an interview with Zach that um, uh, Vanity Fair did about like just a background of everything that happened leading up to this. And, and you can tell he's like, he comes across as a pretty decent guy because normally like it's easy to, to put a PR spin on anything and make anybody seem decent. 
Yeah. It's the fact the people that are standing up for him, right? Like all the actors that have showed up to go like, no, 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 Zach's a good guy. Like everybody's worked on set with him goes like, no, no, no. We love being on Zach's sets, right? It's like all that stuff ends up meaning something, right? And it's like, all right, yeah, no, maybe this guy should get a shot because it was kind of unfair how it's taken away from him. And it's just for commercial reasons at the end of the day. It's like the movie had to get released. Warner Brothers had to make money. So they had to go the best next director and picking Josh Sweden was not a bad idea, really. I mean, it's actually a a very smart move. If you, if you look at it from a marketing point of view, it's like, well, look, this guy's done extremely well with, with the other side. Let's bring him on and then get him to do, see if he can work his magic into our product and, and see if we can sell, sell, sell too. You know, at the end of the, of the day, they are there to make money. The executives, they're not there to, of course, if they can make a very good product, yep. then and something that will last a long time. This is what Marvel is really good at. It's, you know, they've got the next 10 years on luck, <laughs> and which is not what DC has done. But again, it was a smart move to get him on, you know, get rid on. But um, also, like you said, is you, you there's always a human side to side to it, and and people are really attached to to Zack Snyder. People are really seem like you said they like this. He's like a good guy, and I think I was going to talk about it in in how we got the, the Snyder cut to be released. I mean, unless you want, shall we move to that right now? You know, that's, that's yeah, yeah, thing, right? yeah. No, um, I agree. Because obviously, when when the movie got released, you know, just just to pivot into it um, again. Like I said before, it got panned uh, by people saying, "Well, it's 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 rubbish. It makes no sense." Um, you can tell there's like two directors on this. There's two different visions on it, um, and people were like online, like, "Okay, so Josh with no, Josh with Zack Snyder was on the project for so long, and he, he's done like eighty percent of the film. So that means there's a cut somewhere. That means he's got his own like director's cut somewhere available." But, we could actually watch. That was supposed to be the original idea, the original vision for it. So there, there must be somewhere, something, something you know, that, that we can watch, that we could see if it's better, maybe. Um, so somebody online just started a petition and people signed up to it and it, it got like almost 200,000 signatures. And they went, oh, can we get this release, please, Warner? And they went, well, actually, no, because there's not, it doesn't exist. And even um, Zack Schneider went, well, no, actually, there's nothing. Or he didn't say anything. He was like, can't confirm it, you know, yeah. because there were also legal ramifications to the fact that he doesn't own the footage. So he can't go, well, yes, there's one. I uh, have it in my garage. It's <laughs> like, you can't go and say that. It's got to go, well, I can't deny it. I can't confirm it. You know, I can go either way. But then um, th- there's a bunch of stuff that happened where celebrities, uh, came out yeah. and say, "Hey, exactly. I want to see it." Actors yep. that worked for him. Um, what's his face? Aquaman. Looking for you. Yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa was one of the more vocal he, ones initially. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the the first ones to come out and say, "Hey, let's go." And then yeah. a, a, a bunch more um, big actors. You know, Ben Affleck came out eventually. Yeah. Guy Affleck and Dots came out. Jumped in big went, time. Yeah, yeah, we want to see it. We want yep. to see it. And um, yep. the well, and, and interesting is Ray Fish initially came out. We want to see it, but also made it very clear <laughs> at, that we want to see it because. Joss Whedon cut out a bunch of yeah. scenes for Cyborg, and that's that's where that's where I paid attention. Where I was like, yeah. "Oh wait, Cyborg!" Because I thought Cyborg was underwritten in that movie, amongst the multiple sins of that movie. I thought that was one of the like the cardinal sins. Um, so then that's when I was like, "Oh wait, that could be interesting to see what Cyborg's story would have actually been like, right?" Yeah, and then also the the almost total disappearance of the Joker. Jared Leto's yes. Joker was just yep. like where was he in the film? 
Yep. Um, and again, like they 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 all came out. They say, "Hey, we want to see a different cut. We want to see a different take on it." Um, and yeah, they, so, so that that was all really the, the the main difference. Like, it's not just only fan pushing for it. It was people that yep. were actually involved in in different degrees, shape, or forms with the movie, and they went, "Yep, yeah, we all want to see it." Um, and so the, you know, a lot of people had their doubts that it actually even exists. You know, they. Um, they they were like nah it's 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 unreal it doesn't exist it's it's a yeah. uh, it's a fairy tale you don't you can't get it um, and then you got to a point where fans actually um, wrote to executive when there was a I think a merger between AT and T and Warner uh, and they you know they went hey look you guys are now in charge you know new people let's go and push for them um, and then they well the, the, I think the main uh, turning point for that to be released and people confirming that it does exist is when the um, the old CEO of Warner Bros resigned. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, Chu Giara and something like that. It's like yeah, the yeah. first Asian CEO guy who was, you know, he was the one that was pushing to get Marvel type movies. So mm-hmm. when the new CEO came in, um, and Sarnoff, I think Anne Sarnoff, <clears throat> that's when, you know, he she got freshened into, hey, look, these are all the letters we got, all the signatures we collected, all the people that really want to see this happening. And she went, all right, cool. You know, let's see if he's got anything. And apparently Schneider at the start of it was like, nah, we can't do it. No, nah, I don't want to do it. And then they went, okay, give us what you've got. We just released that. <laughs> and he went, yeah. well, no, it's, it's, it's either you give me a bunch of, like, a little bit of cash, like 60, 70, $80 million. And a I'll little bit. Do it properly, <laughs> a little bit of cash. Um, I'll finish it properly. Of we don't get anything. So they after a bunch of back and forth, they went, okay, here's your cash, finish it. What do you need? So he said he obviously had to finish all the, the special effects, CGIs, um, and then the cool stuff there. He he actually got um um Amber Heard, Jared Leto, and a bunch of other people to come back to and, and see the um, film a, a, a bunch of different scenes. So it's quite interesting that it's happening in that way <laughs> um so they, they eventually eventually you know thanks to fan you know the fans being then you know on, online pressure <laughs> something positive came out of it that we actually got this to come out yeah and and, and that's the part that i'm like that if that if that alone is a story i'm like all on board it's when the how right we go back to thanos it's like the what and the how <laughs> And like the fans just got so toxic about it. Like yes. So, so toxic and, and got real. And it's a term that gets thrown around a lot in nerd culture, unfortunately, for anybody that's new to it. It's like gatekeepers. Uh, they, mm-hmm. yep. they, they are the gatekeepers, the keepers of what is allowed as nerd culture and what isn't, what is allowed to be a fan of and what isn't. And that's, and that's the thing that is concerning, which is like, no, no, yes. there's only one point of view and it's our point of view and that's it. It's like no, 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 no. Everybody can be fans in the way they want to be fans. It's it's, it's not very, about it's very excluding. extremes. It's very extreme in the way it handles um, different point of views. But the, it's the on uh, yeah. There's the one thing that is, this really gets to me. And it's something that I never get, and I never got before. Is that the the ownership of the character, for example, or the story? It's like you know, for, I had that debate at work with people, and it's like, oh, what do you think of the jo- Jared Leto's Joker? And I'm like, well, actually, it's it's it's. Any take is great, unless it's a it's a terrible performance. That's more to do with the quality of actor. I'm all okay with the the different takes. Like, I like the Joker yeah. in in, Su- in Suicide Squad, right? This when you get introduced. Yeah. Um, 
I'm like, I like it because he's threatening. He's more like a, 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 a mafia boss, a mob boss there in that one. He's, yeah. he's like, I wouldn't mess with him uh, in that one because I know he'll, he'll just uh, the wrong look. He'll look at you and you, you, you end up with a bullet in your head. Whereas the one, the, the, the Tim Burton ones, you know, with, with <laughs> it's a bit more like, oh, he's, he's, yeah. he's great, but <laughs> eh, eh, you know, he's not, I don't feel, I don't find him that threatening. That one was very threatening. It was the same with, with the, the Nolan's Joker as well. Like he, he was like, this guy's yeah. clearly a psychopath. Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger is like, he's clearly messed up, but it's a different type of messed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas uh, the, the latest version is just like whoa absolutely batshit crazy and, I, yeah. and I'm, I'm okay with it I'm okay with it I'm okay as well with the different takes on Batman like the, the old uh, worn out Ben Affleck version yeah. is completely different from um, Christian Bell's version Correct. So it's, and I'm okay with it I'm, uh, like as long as it's, it's com- not completely done horribly like the acting is good I'm, I'm yeah. okay with whatever, but yeah, like you said, the the guardianship and, and the ownership of, of all those stuff—it's it's it's a bit much. <laughs> it's so, a bit, it's because I think this is going to be very interesting in terms of how because this is to me this is an, a, like an earlier version of what happened with GameStop, which yeah. is yeah. you're you're flipping the script on who controls the power. Right. It's like in this case, like fans almost like willed this. Like they did crazy stuff. I don't know if you found out that they they actually rented a plane with a banner to fly over Comic Con yes. saying release the Snyder Cut. They yes. bought media in Times Square to say release the Snyder Cut. That all that stuff's expensive, dude. Like they pulled yep. money together to 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 have a movement or like a revolt against like capitalism. I'm going like, no, no, you tell us what we watch. No, no, we're going to tell you what we want to watch and you're going to do it for us. And there's something poetic and interesting about that. Sure. But at the same yeah. time, it goes like, well, how far can the cancel culture go? Right. It's like mm. what's happening on Twitter and just like the toxicity happening in Twitter can also be a force for bad. Right. So yeah. I, I'm very confident about the whole thing because like now that I, I have a better view of what Zach is like and what he was like on his, on his sets and how he treated people, I'm like, no, the guy deserves a shot, but I'm I like, we're, val- we're validating toxic behavior from the fans as exactly. well. Yeah. And it's so conflicting, man. It's, I have a hard it's, time. It's like, it. it's a lot of, okay. So the, the, I don't really agree with most of the, uh, a lot of the bullying that took place to get it, to make it happen. Yeah. But I like the end result. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the end result is pretty much what people wanted to see from the start, from the get-go, right? It's it's yeah. it's just a pity that people, a lot of people, are ending up using that sort of um, of tactics to get into to the yeah. um, to the end result, and it's a bit annoying to to have to witness people being uh, acting that way. But again, you can argue that well, if they're not acting that way, nothing will happen. Correct. Correct, but again, correct, so. saying that, it's just a freaking comic. It's just a movie. <laughs> That's the thing. It's you know just I mean? a movie. <laughs> like, we could have we moved on and not gotten the, the Snyder Cut and still been perfectly happy with, like, yeah. the, 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 the movies that are coming up. Because there, there's some really interesting movies planned for DC that'll be really great. And, and, and well, yeah, like, the getting, like, like uh, what's his face? Um... Uh, James Gunn to do the, the the Suicide Squad is like something yes. to look forward to, like the the Flash paradox, like all these things. We could have just called it a day with the Justice League and 
moved on with their lives, right? Is the truth of the matter. And the thing about it is that now they're releasing it. The interesting thing is that one, it's uh, to your point, it's a four hour cut, yeah. but also the studio execs at the last like DC day or whatever said that it, they, 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 and I quote, it's a cul-de-sac. It, it's, it's <laughs> not going anywhere. It's like, that's where that story ends. Yeah. And I'm like, but is it though? <laughs> <It's> like, Psych. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. That's the only thing so far that I'm like, you guys are putting 70 or more million yeah. into this, which is more than the cost of most movies just to recut it and then releasing it as a four hour thing, putting it on, on a stream platform you're trying to build out and you're going to call it a so day? much effort. Yeah. And so, which oh, the reason why I question it, go on. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, because you, you, you uh, before we move on to the, the last part of, of, of the podcast, um, because like, and I think that, that that's going to be part of the expectations and what we're looking forward to it. But um, um, what you're talking about now, um, j- just the one thing, because you say obviously it's it's a four hours long film. Um, the the entire film is entirely made out of new shots. There's nothing that Josh Whedon's made, or used, or created, or filmed um, during his time on set that will be used for the Snyder Cut, which is I think quite remarkable. <laughs> that he well, went bye bye. <laughs> Well, and, and the, th- the, the thing to clarify on that, though, is that you won't get any of Joss Whedon's footage, but you still will get some of Zach's footage that was in Joss's yes. film. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I it's agree. not a completely new cut, but yeah, I agree. It's like four hours compared to what it was. It's like, that's significantly more footage. And and I think the, the big question we're asking ourselves, the most important thing is like, will Superman have a mustache? That'll be badass. Yeah, I hope so. Ooh, I hope so. <laughs> did, did, did you hear about like wh- how they had to like airbrush the mustache off of him? Yeah, yeah. The, right? no, not the, not the tash, the entire lower jo- like the, the entire jaw, the lower the face, entire like, jaw, from, right? the, from the nose down. That's what they it had did, to, to. It didn't to look, look right. So I'm no, super curious if if they went and just reshot that with Henry Cavill because well, they, they had ca- yeah they I, had I Cavill so. coming in right. So yeah, they they did. So I really hope they reshot that stuff, man. Oh, I hope so. Uh, I, w- I want to see some some uh, some facial hair there. You know, yeah. get, bring some gritty shit to the, <laughs> to the star. So, from but hang on, movie, hang on. Before 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 uh, we move on, like what you said about, about um, DC saying is the end of the uh, the end of the road for that movie. It's, oh, yeah. it's very interesting in terms of of um, what's happening because if that's true, again, that's a stupid move. That's such a dumb yeah. move because you've put you put a lot of energy. There's a lot of um, totally. A lot of um, um, what was the word for it? Um, expectations around this, a yeah. lot of momentum around it. Something yeah. they've not had for a while. I There's know. a lot of publicity around it. It's it's actually being talked about by other people that are not nerds, that are not part of the film of the of, of the entire movement. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's it's helping a platform like you say HBO Max to to get more eyeballs. And, and you create that you've got that universe everything is set up you could build upon that and you would just stop it you put a bunch of money into it and, like, and this is it yeah. how does that make sense to you know how, how does uh you know like we said before they're in it for the money at the end of the day bottom line is making yeah. some a bunch of dollars it's like so what now you've let's say it all come out great and it's amazing and people want more and you say it no idea. Yeah. Unless they do a Jay Z and they release the Black Album, it's like, oh, I'm retired now. <laughs> Bang. Psych, I'm back. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like 
I don't know. I don't feel like Zach's done with that universe, but I no. may be very wrong about that. I hope not. Um, uh, or, or they're setting Matt Reeves to take it over. I don't know. But because, I mean, anyways, but I think this is a good segue to expectations. What do we want? <laughs> yes. What do we want? Because I definitely have some views of that. What do I want? What? what okay. Let me start because mine will be probably shorter than yours, I think. But um, <laughs> I think my, 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 my expectation is for it not to suck. <laughs> this is it that's it like i i want to walk out i want to walk out i want to walk out of it i want to be like yeah i had a good time it makes sense yeah. it looks good there are a bunch of fighting scenes in there that were badass i'm very happy with that maybe and maybe dc's got a point maybe we should let it go and that was it but i want more i think yeah. that's these are my expectations my expectations is to a not having suck and b want to to want more of it after yeah. that that's it simple what's you're, yours? you're you're gonna enjoy it more than i will because <laughs> 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 because i think i i'm 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 upping my expectations a little too much on a yeah. couple of things uh but no, you know what the what the main thing is is like this is a little digression but it, it, it'll make sense so iron man right yeah uh gets directed by john favreau pretty much sets the vision for the MCU. I'd say that the two the two uh, directors that set the vision for the MCU are John Favreau and Joss Whedon. Uh, what Favreau does with Iron Man gives you a very clear view of how grounded that universe is in like a real world, like his hostage scene, all that sort of stuff. Joss Whedon, it's like what happens in New York is like how you shoot that to make it more comic book like. Yeah, it makes a big difference in, in in the MCU going forward, right? And and John Favreau stays on as exec producer for a lot of stuff, and so does Josh mm-hmm. Sweden up until like they part ways and they don't like each other yeah. anymore, right? Um, and it seems like that a lot, that has a, happens a lot with Josh Sweden. Um, <laughs> but uh, but point being is that if you look at DCU, who set the direction for it? The more I look at it, and I hadn't noticed this as profoundly as I did, like right now when I notice movies, it's like this is all Christopher Nolan. This is the yep, vision that yep. Christopher Nolan set, and Dark. he's still a exec producer on it, right? And the, uh, how the lighting goes, how the costumes are done, like a lot of like the visual stuff is very much there. And even thematically, I think that even carries forward because what Nolan leaned into is what Frank Miller did with Batman, which is like, how do you perceive Batman as a symbol? Right. It's like yes. when he when, when it's not about the, the person, but the symbol, what he stands for and what did that what does that imply? And 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 Nolan never takes that to the extreme point that Miller does. And that like um, you almost get like that final scene from the Joker in Miller's run. Yeah. So uh, where, where it's like basically like a legion of people are all dressed up like Batman. Right. It's like they're, they're, it, everyone's Batman all of a sudden. Right. And it's like that's where kind of he takes it to. But point being is that but still the aesthetically and thematically how he sets it up, it's still based on what Nolan does. And if you look at and, and Zack Snyder was actually a really good director for that, because if you look at what he did with 300 and the way that he tied in like how you perceive these like mythological people, mm-hmm. right? And, and portray them yeah. in a way that that feels like, it feels very different and, and very like godlike in how they stand. And, like the differences between people and, and, and how that plays out in war and stuff. Uh, that all like carries through to Man of Steel and Batman v Superman thematically. It's like, it's still like Zach has taken what Nolan did and take, bringing his own sauce to it but it it meshes well, like it goes yeah. well. Like now, I, I, as, as I was seeing them this week, I kept thinking like, if I had seen Dark Knight and then jumped into this, would it have been weird? No, like it would have made total sense actually to jump between those. So there's obviously like 
character stuff and, yes. and actors yeah. and little things like that. But overall, I was like, no, no, this feels like a world that that, that feels still in the same place. The cities look real. Like when you look at the impact of stuff, this is what I think Marvel has never done well. Um, when you look at those first scenes of Batman v Superman, it feels like 9-11. I remember turning over to Aiden yeah. going like, that's, that's, that's footage, that looks like footage out of 9-11. And it just it grounds you in like this like devastation that I think Marvel never leans into as well. Like they never make it feel that impactful to the other people that live in this world. Mm -hmm. So what am I expecting is that is I hope that, because Zach, I think, I think has done a very good job of, 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 of taking that point of view. We get like news coverage of what's happening. We get like the political debate of what's happening. We get like people's reaction on the ground of like the loss of family, the guy that lost his legs and like how he comes back and, and plays a, a role in Batman v Superman. I hope they don't lean away from that and just make it about the Justice League only. That mm -hmm. we still get those like on the ground implications because I think Zach did a very, very good job of that. And it helps the movie in so many ways to make it much better. So that's like one that's a real expectation for me uh, from the movie. Just like yeah. the, the average person's point of view. No, no, it's, you're, you're right. Yeah, in, in, in a... I think you're getting to the same point that means <laughs> as long as he does. Um, yeah. It's... it's, it's it's true though it's it, you just i just wanted to apart from being you know joking as joking jokes aside about saying oh i hope it doesn't suck it's i think to elaborate a little bit more i think I, what i really look forward to uh, my expectation is that I, I just want it to be coherent yeah. <laughs> i think what what's really good about the marvel universe i keep you know we obviously will we'll compare the two universes until the end of days but yeah is that it's coherent you know of course there's some there's some plot holes now and then there's a bunch of stuff that like you know yeah, it's funny but it's coherent it's all like you yeah. know it's it's all interconnected and but then it always feels because there's so many people that were involved in those projects that it's all over the show yeah and that's what i want i want something that for four hours we're going to sit there and be like okay this happens because of this this will impact that and that makes all that all makes sense and this is where i'm going with this is that I don't want it to be this disconnected piece of work that's like suddenly, you, you know, the opening part of the film is this. And then we jump into something that's completely nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you, you start somewhere and you end up so completely disconnected from each, the, the, every single part of the film. And I don't want that. I, I just, because it was supposed to be a four-part four film or six-part yeah. uh, series. Oh, it was supposed to be three. Three. It was, it was supposed to be a trilogy. Three, four. It, it changed. It changed yeah. a lot. Um, so yeah. over time, but it's, it, I'm just hoping that they didn't go. You know, they didn't go in going. Okay, well, this will be movie number one or part one. Yeah. And then part two will be this, which is another. So, so I, I just hope they make sense instead of storytelling yeah. in terms of character developments and plot developments. I hope that there's something that is yeah. strong. But again, because he's re he's rewritten a. a the entire thing again and it should be shot a, a, a whole lot of scenes and it's this it, it should make sense it should be a lot less lot less um, people involved in that one i think um it's it's, it's probably got more control into what's happening there yeah and, and I, i'm super curious if, if christopher nolan's going to show up as executive producer uh on it i don't expect anyone that... showing up anywhere anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we get Mephisto in Justice League. <laughs> what if um, Doctor Strange just shows up at the end and grabs Batman? Yeah. The the other big expectation, and this and this I think is the one that I'll probably be let down on. But um, 
I, I do hope that comes through is that I, I picked up and just watching them back to back Man of Steel and Batman of Steel because yeah. I watched them over like three nights or something, I think, or something like that. Um, there's two themes in those characters that I thought, oh, this is cool if they can take this forward because it really makes me care about these characters. And it's uh, one is that Batman's entire arc is based on trauma. Right, and and yes. that's no no surprise there, right? Batman's always sorry has been very but they really lean into it, right? Of just like mm-hmm. how it's demolished his life. He has nothing. You even get like like when we were watching it, like Aiden turns to me, he's like, "This is a really good Alfred, isn't it?" And it, yeah. and it took me a minute to go like, you know what? Even though I love Michael Caine in, in the in the yeah. Nolan movies, he's so 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 good. He's he's like what you want from an Alfred. He's like oh, he's like he's like. He's like your dad. It's like he's like a, a father figure. Uncle. Yeah, yeah he's like a good father. Like this one is like Jeremy Irons is so snarky and so yeah. like done with the whole thing, but also like so so like hurt by it. And I like mm-hmm. that he carries that with him, right? So it's like how the how Bruce's trauma has even impacted Alfred, where it's made him more sarcastic, right? It's like the Batcave. Uh, like all those moments in there is like he's by himself he looks lonely it's like so i hope that that carries forward um into the 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 justice league movie uh as like a key part of that character right that it'll just all make us like oh he's like on the team and he wants to bring everyone together because batman has always been jaded about the justice league he's always the one that goes like there's an entire uh, dc animated movie about batman finding ways to neutralize all the justice league uh, heroes and them finding out that he has that plan and that plan falling into the wrong hands right he's always been a bit like skeptical about mm-hmm. the justice league so i hope they carry that forward and then the second thing is that to me superman's arc is weirdly around inclusion uh, to your point like I earlier talked about the immigrant story yeah um his whole thing is like he doesn't know where he fits in his his old planet it isn't there anymore that's why he's so conflicted about killing zod because it's like that was the last Kryptonian he knew that he could actually connect with, even though he was exactly. trying to beat him into a pulp. It's like that's still the last Kryptonian. It's a connection and to he, his planet. Yeah, to his yeah and, he, and he never feels included with anybody in Earth, but knows that he has a duty to preserve Earth, right? And, and we find that in the movie. And, and I really love that at the end, like they make a point of, they give, because I remember looking and going like, oh, they're giving him, I didn't remember, they give him a military burial. And I'm like, yes. well, that's a bit, off because they they didn't accept the bubble until a minute ago and they were all like conflicted about it but now he gets a military burial and then and then they, i like that they make the point where he's like oh yeah they, they, you see the burial in kansas and someone says a comment of like yeah out east it's it's a coffin with no one in it because yes. he's like that's the only oh and i think it's wonder woman that goes that's the woman, only yeah. way they they knew how to honor him Right. So it's like he even in death, he's not included in the way that he wants to be included. He can't be himself. And that's the things one of the big things about inclusion is like, how can you show up as yourself in any given situation? A lot of times as an immigrant, you're not allowed. You're allowed to show up as what's expected of every citizen in that country. Yeah. Right. So I hope they carry that theme of like him finding his niche of where he feels like he can be himself and just be that but not ever finding it because the, the world is not meant for God to fit in. 
right? So yeah. I hope they carry that forward because I thought that was super powerful and it's not done yet. That that arc doesn't feel done. And it felt like Zach had plans for that arc. So I hope that they bring that. That's my my only like two big requests of the movie, which are very big, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, just, they're, they're only very tiny and uh, not complicated to achieve, I'm sure. Yeah, not hard. <laughs> uh, uh, some, and I still want a lot of punching. Yes, fight. A lot of punching, fights. I want to see Batman. And if I can get an octopus playing, playing the bongos, you're gonna I, lose I your I, shit. <laughs> I think I'm there, dude. That, that that would make me feel very happy. And 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 they need to play the Wonder Woman theme. Oh, I yeah, did of not course. realize how good that lands in Batman v Superman uh -huh. when she shows up, and the and the first thing you hear is the theme because you don't actually see her. She's just like putting her her wrists exactly. together, her her bracelets together to like fend off that blast from from doomsday yeah. and you realize it's her <gasps> dude zach did that like chef's kiss man like so nice like yeah yes all right cool i think it's time to wrap it up because we went let's on, on. <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's get ryan reynolds <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. a reach <laughs> yeah that's very rich um all right cool well thanks again for for showing yeah. up and, yeah. uh, and it's it's weird to be back as a duo but it's nice too <laughs> i know yeah it's good man it's like we need we need this moment to, to reconnect a little bit like find that's, ourselves that's again yes, yes yes let's go let's go away jc let's go for a weekend away yeah reconnect, and just talk about nerdy a couple stuff movies. yeah i know man Totally. Yeah, pop up in a couple of bottle, of, couple of bottle of wines, and you know, eat some nachos and shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, anyway, thanks everyone for listening one more time, and uh, please, 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 um, like, subscribe, share. Um, yeah. Again, a massive thank you to the one thousand, almost one hundred followers on Instagram. This number what? is getting crazy. Um, we almost at 400 on twitter which is quite cool uh and i'm not looking at facebook as always so um don't subscribe yeah. to us there with okay. who does <laughs> um but please do um subscribe on apple podcast and spotify and yes. give us five stars or four stars or whatever you feel this podcast deserves and and leave a yes. comment in there because that's review so not a comment a review on, on Apple podcast that's yes, greatly appreciated and that's very helpful to us uh, and also youtube if you can subscribe like and share there we'd be very happy because uh, you know we get we got like 20 something subscribers there we need to up that game there um but yeah that's it so yep. from and, me tom thank you yes we and go go watch the snyder cut coming out this yes, weekend please. because we will be coming back with another episode after we've watched it to get our thoughts yes. and what we thought about the movie afterwards absolutely uh but that's it so cool. from me tom thank you very much we'll catch you in the next one which will be again about snyder cut thank nice you, and and just thanks to Tom for, for as always, being a faithful producer to this podcast as well as a, as a podcasting partner. Uh, and uh, thanks, everyone, for following us. We appreciate it tons. Bye. Right. Bye.